Welcome back. Welcome back. Hi. Se- season two, episode two. Yes. So excited. Absolutely. This is Trisha. And I'm Evangelist Lorian. And, and we're kicking, kicking it with, with Jesus. Jesus. So last week we had a special guest, Dina, on. That was a very powerful, yeah, powerful message. God spoke to me through that message. I know, that's right. And this week we have. A beautiful friend of mine. Her name is Osiris Griffalls. And she is actually going to just let Jesus flow. We're just going to let Jesus flow. I love you dearly. Thank you for being on our podcast. Yes. Thank you both. Thank you so much. Why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about you? Well, my name is Osiris, and I have three daughters, all three girls. So the house is a handful of drama. <laughs> you um, think? Your poor husband. <laughs> yep, and there's one guy and one puppy that's a male. So <laughs> I love Jesus, and he has been basically everything to me. Mm. I'm a teacher. Well, I'm working to get my teacher certification. I'm a teacher assistant, and I love kids. Uh, I love teaching. I also teach them at Sunday school, which I love that. love teaching about the Word of God. But I just like to be near them and just teaching them anything I can, whether it's Christ or not. Mm. But, you know, just trying to guide them and just be there for them. So let's just, yeah. How long have you been married for? I've been married for 18 years. What did you get married when you were 12? It's <laughs> like, are you like, wow, wait. Because <laughs> you look at her and she looks like she's 20. Right, right. <laughs> no, I actually got married a year after I graduated high school. Wow. And so you were teenage sweethearts? Basically, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We were friends first, but you know. And then a year, two years, we just got married and just, we was on our own for two years. And then after, I ended up having my first daughter. So it kind of like worked out, you know. Right. Wow. But yeah. So you said that you love Jesus. Yes. How did that, how did that relationship with Jesus, how did that, how did that come about? Well, that's where you come in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to get old Gucci here with you. That's all right. That's all right. Um, So basically, I had my first child, and I was a stay-at-home mom for a while. So eventually, you know, when you stay-at-home mom, you kind of like, you're just home Mm. and kids and everything in the house. But eventually, I knew that I had more children after that. But eventually, it got to the time that I needed to get a job but being home for so long it was kind of difficult you know all I knew was being home Mm. and just take care of the house so it was a little difficult for me and that was a while ago so things have changed for now I decided to like start searching for a job and the way I did it was just that's when back in the day they used to have the sign on the doors on the Mm. windows help wanted you know what I'm saying you call that number and stuff like that so I decided just to grab the car and start driving around. 
And I did. I started driving around. And it came up that I started driving around Dexter Street. And I passed by the daycare that was there. There was no sign. There was nothing in there. Somehow, I'm not going to say I don't know how. Now I know how. Right, but right. by that moment, somehow, I just heard something. I felt something. And my eyes looked towards the daycare. And I was like, there's no, <clears throat> nothing in there. I always had, before that, I always had volunteer, like, with my daughter's preschools. Right. Just to, you know, I didn't work. I just volunteer in the library and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay. And inside of me, there was, like, a battle, like, to go in. But yet my flesh, like, you know, I didn't know Christ by then, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, like... I'm going to feel stupid walking in this place asking for a job when there's no signs or anything. But I went in and I saw the secretary. By that time, it was Brittany. And just being in there, hearing the kids talking, mm -hmm. screaming, laughing, everything, it just did something in me. And I spoke to her and she just like, she was very kind and friendly, which is hard to, let's be honest, like when you don't get that, welcoming or that that you know the feeling like you don't feel love or wanted or something it kind of like you know it does something to you but she did it and it made me feel good she gave me application she like fill it up in my mind i'm like i'm just gonna fill it up and see what happens and i did and i gave it back to back to them i think either a week or two weeks after i've got a phone call nice. for an interview and i end up going for the interview which was the most weird interview i ever had in my life <laughs> that doesn't surprise me <laughs> yeah i was it was just like you know when you reflect after yeah. of that day i could not comprehend what had happened like usually it's like what can you do or how many years no like i did you know obviously my responsibilities but it was just like a veil like it was just Kind of like walking into a new place or something new that you never had uh, a knowledge in your life you know and yeah it was a lot of crying and in that interview and everything but it was i'm gonna say like it was like a seed planted in me of hope wow you know what i'm saying that's so good and and it obviously was you know till this day i'm like isn't it crazy how I wasn't searching for Christ? Mm. He was basically searching for me, yeah. you know? And that's why it, it just all came out, came about. So that's how I came to Jesus. And I started working at the daycare, which it kind of like, you know, I knew I liked children and I liked it, but it was just like, kind of like, it was an overwhelming opportunity. Like, this is your gift. Right. Do so something I'm gonna, with I'm it. I'm going to cut you off really quick, just so our listeners understand the daycare that you applied for was yes. a Christian daycare. Yes. With yes. children. Yes, it was yes. a Christian daycare. And you felt the Holy Spirit as soon as you stepped out that door, That's you know. Yeah. So hey, let me rephrase that. You felt the Holy Spirit in the streets because that's how I felt it. Right. I, at that point, I didn't even know who, who Christ was or what yeah. was this thing I was feeling or right. hearing or anything. Right. So, yeah. Wow. That's how I started walking. I didn't give my heart to Jesus that day, 
but right. it's a step, it's a path, you know right. what I'm saying, right. that he was setting up. Just looking back on that, how wonderful and how beautiful that is to know that you weren't searching for him, but he was searching for you and he yes. called you by name Absolutely. for you to walk into that daycare where you ultimately found Jesus at some point, even if it yep. wasn't that day. Yep. How beautiful is that? Absolutely. Wow. Yes. That's so powerful. But isn't that what the word says? Yeah. Yes. Like yes. it's not us yep. that go to him. It's him compelling us. Right. to come to him you so know good. it's yes. a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful thing yes. and he always you know it's not just that one initial time yep it's always always right it's always yeah. you know i i want you to come away with me and mm -hmm. spend some time with me right. Right. i want to talk to you about some things you know right. how yep. many times right. has he done that yes. you know so <clears throat> what a wonderful thing so how long have you been a christian for I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say like 13 years. Well, 13 okay. to 14 years, yes. Praise God. Praise yes. God. Has there ever been a time in your walk with the Lord? You know, because I know, I know for me, <laughs> more than once, but has there ever been a time in your walk with God? where you, how can I say, you felt, in the, even though we're not supposed to go by feelings, right. but you felt, God, where are you? Mm. I, I, I don't even feel like I'm a Christian anymore. So what have I done? Have I sinned? Mm. Have, you ever, have you ever felt that? And if you have, like, walk us through that that time <clears throat> absolutely i remember a couple of years ago i i think i think i went to you i'm not 100 percent sure and it was like that desert moment yes mm -hmm. you know that you question yourself did i do something wrong or what i'm not doing enough which to be honest with you all lies of the enemy right you know and you just start questioning so many things but through that process it's kind of like we we don't know what he's doing but through that process he's he's stirring something in us he's building something in us and i always i remember me saying i always put scripture pictures or everything around my house because it, no matter how many times you read it that day will speak to you yes you know what i'm saying that mm -hmm. special day when you're looking at it it will like i don't know but I remember one time me looking when at that moment when I was in that process, walk by faith, not by sight. And it spoke to me tremendous because you said we don't go by emotions, but we do at the same time, yes. you know, as, as human beings, people. you know what I'm saying? Right. We, we do. So I had all these emotions in me, but when I read that that day, like I felt like such a release that day because I'm going by what I physically felt, you know, kind of like rejected and nobody feels like feeling rejected, right. you know, and especially when it comes to God and when you like love him so much and you try to like, you know, there's so much we can do, but it's not like he's asking for us to do more than we, we can to just for him to love us more. Right. We just do it, you know. But that, that verse spoke to me as, you know, no matter where you are, no matter how you feel, just 
the faith. I think in that process of that desert that we're in, he wants to build that faith. Yes. That even though we don't, right. even though we don't see it, you still, you know. So I think, yeah, that just, just it strengthened me and it gave me more faith in that process. How, how long did, did that season last for you? Well, I, obviously, you know me, but if I like music as my sister Lori here. Mm -hmm. It what keeps me a lot, and I believe that's one of the ways God speaks to me so much. Mm -hmm. It'd be like weird songs, and I'd be like, what in the world, you know? I lasted like a few months, I'm going to say to you. And, and I remember I had my prayer closet, which was like mostly more tears in there. And I remember in my YouTube like a song came from like i don't know how to explain it but it was it was in spanish but it was like nobody i knew like a famous artist or anything it was like some people that were singing like in the mountains i'm gonna be honest with you yeah. and it was like very native american type thing if you're not understanding yeah. what i'm saying and simplicity completely just the most humbleness song nothing big nothing crazy it's just like it came like a waterfall on me completely you know mm. what i'm saying i have that song saved on my playlist because it's a memory right. it, Absolutely. it's a testimony yeah. you know yes. what i'm saying and yeah and it was something like i will not sit there and play on my playlist or anything it just came to me so that's when i know like it was christ that spoke to me, refreshing me, gave me like what I need to Amen. hear at that moment through Amen. that song. So, so yeah. Do you have a question? No. No. Okay. Not yet. Um, <laughs> I actually want to know, have you ever, I know this will sound funny, but have you ever experienced the spirit realm in the sense of the enemy in his realm and what he was trying to do maybe to you or to your family have you ever experienced that realm well let me see if i'm, I'm understanding exactly what you're saying but like what if the enemies attack you mean in mm -hmm. well yeah yes definitely i think i fell in the spirit room the spirit of god but yet at the same time when the enemy has his own agenda you know mm. whether it's with you or something that you're doing usually it's when something you're doing to glorify god yeah. to stop that from happening you know and i me personally i i see i see his agenda towards my family mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying <clears throat> He has an agenda, obviously, and and you know when you know God's plan, but yet you know you can see the enemy's plan as well. Absolutely, we need to have an strategy in Christ, which we know it's by seeking Him, because if we walk away from Him, we basically have no weapons exactly. at all. Right. But at the same time. 
we need to see the enemy's strategies as well and his agenda. I personally know his agenda is towards my family and it has been for a couple of years, you know. But God is gracious and his promises will never fail. Yes, and that's something, you know, I hold dearly. And I think I've seen so many times that he always, always comes through. Maybe, which is the crazy thing, the last second, mm. which those are the ones that we get so anxious about, but he does. Every time. So. I think, though, you know, <clears throat> I think for every mama, straight across the board, that are saved in Jesus, like, saved in Jesus. Right. It's not just a talk. It's yeah. a walk too. Right, relationship. And you know, we've got a husband, we've got children, and those things are precious. We're like we're like bear cubs, right. you know, and we just the enemy's going for them. Yeah. Cuz if he can't get you, he's going to get them. And so I really feel in my heart and it's been something that, you know, it doesn't stop the hurt. Yeah. It doesn't stop the hurt that when your children fall into sin or <clears throat> your, your, your marriage is like in a place, it doesn't stop the hurt. Right. It doesn't stop the tears from flowing. But it does compel us to go before the throne and grab the whole, his yeah. feet. And just go, I need you to change my family. Right. And the one thing that I've learned throughout all the years of being saved is so many people, seasoned women, have said the same thing. There's something about a praying mama. Mm. Yeah. It's a praying mama that pulls and strengthens and holds the family together so it doesn't stop the tears and yep. it doesn't stop the pain but there's something to be said that when you go into your closet yeah and you take you open up the arsenal of heaven and you look at all the weapons that you've got speaking in tongues yo that in and of itself mm -hmm. right you know, speaking mm -hmm. in tongues, that's, that's prophecy that you, you're speaking prophecy and you have no idea what you're right. saying, right. you know, right, right. you're, you're praying over your children and you're decreeing and declaring greatness over them. Yes. Guess what? Mm -hmm. God's faithful and true. Right. right? Absolutely. He's faithful and true. Absolutely. So, you know, we, we're going to pray for the for you too you know about that because it's not just our family it's i think it's everybody's right. dina's last week right. you know right. it's just it's everybody's you know yes so amen so this is going to be like a and i pray in jesus name you understand what i mean do you believe that there is a difference between Believing in Jesus, that Jesus is real, and following Jesus. Is there a difference between the two? And if there is, 
Tell me what you think about that. Okay. I believe so. Believing and follow for me are two different completely thing. I can just follow someone, you know, but do I believe in what their cause is? Is it real? You know? Right. So, and I think that's, and I don't mean this in no disrespect, but I think that's kind of like a problem and we see it a lot. You can follow, you know, but believing is having that like relationship at the same time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I can follow you wherever you are, but believing is just like, I don't know, this like back to back, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what, Christ wants more than yes. follow me. He does say, come follow me, but at the same time, with faith, with believing on what we're doing and what we're walking, it's for something bigger than what we even think of. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, yes, I do. I mean, he told the disciples to come follow me, but he didn't say, just come follow me. Exactly. He built a relationship with them. Absolutely. You know? So that's what we're called to do is build that relationship, know him, understand him, yes. understand why he did the things that he did, mm. and then be that. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Even when it's hard. Or like you were saying earlier, when you didn't feel him. Yep. You know? That's the faith. Yes. Yes. Shisha, have you ever um, gone through that season where, you know, like Jesus, where are you? Like, I think I go through that scene like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just yelling at him in the car a couple weeks ago, like, hello, do you not hear me? <laughs> and then, oh, and then the week God. after he answered the prayer, it's just like, sometimes we do need to yell and scream. Sometimes we need to be toddlers and say, dad, hello. Yeah. Yes. So he can remind us like, I'm here, I'm listening, I'm working. It's just not in your time. Yeah. But let me give you a little piece of what I'm doing so it can sustain yeah. you for a little while to know that I am working. Mm -hmm. It's just not your time. Right. So. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> right. If you, if you don't want to answer this, this is fine. But can you name me a time or two where you cried out to Jesus in desperation where... Jesus, I need for you to do this, and if you don't, there's a few times <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, Amen. there's a lot of times I do that. To be honest with you, I take Christ, and the word says, as my father. He is my father figure. I'm kind of like that child that goes and, even though I know he sees and he hears and he knows me, I kind of go always and tell. Tell on, you know, this is how I feel. This is what breaks my heart. This is my whatever, you know. I always go on telling him. And when I'm broken, mostly, I let him know that too. I'm gonna go the most recent one, you know, my marriage. You know, I go to Christ, even though he knows and he's in the midst of all, you know, I go and tell him how I feel, what I think. Because my opinion could be completely opposite of what he's thinking, you know? Mm -hmm. And and I believe that when I do that, not what I think. I know every time I do that, it's like my burden comes out. Mm 
-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because at that moment when I'm doing it, I'm feeling so overwhelmed. I'm feeling just like, you know, and when I do that, I just release and he takes out all those emotions I'm feeling as a human being and he puts that like peace on me and just lets me deal with whatever I have to deal with. So yeah, I do. The other time I cry out to God and this is, it's, it's, it's a testimony as well, but it was, I was trying to purchase a home and I, at this point I'm like, I don't even know how the Lord did that to be honest with you. But I remember clearly filling up the application online to purchase a home and you know, it's, it, it did, by that time, that was when COVID happened and unemployment didn't give me what I had to give. So I was basically, you know, God provided that whole time completely, you know, but I know I was expecting some money coming whenever they were going to be able to do it. Right. So that night I was, I went and as I'm filling up this application, I pray before I press enter to send the application. And man, when I say I, I cry out to God, like I was hoping my computer didn't broke down that day because it was like tears and boogers on top of my laptop <laughs> because I was praying. Like I was, I was crying out to the Lord. Like, you know, like you, you can do this. Like, you know, and you know, his faithfulness, man, until this point, it's just like, Unbelievable. It blows my mind because I have a home now because mm-hmm. he made that way. And tell me how, like, the day that we received the application, all the money that the unemployment had not given me, it went automatically to my account. So the money was there. So when they checked, like, my credit and they checked wow. the money, it was come there on, somehow. Jesus. You know, it's like, tell me about last second, Lord. Like, right. come on. Like, come you know. on, Jesus. But he did it at That's the end so of the good. day. But, you know, there's so many moments I cry out to him. I'm a crybaby. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> but, that yeah. Makes two of us. I think he, I think he, I think he enjoys, you know, when you know him as daddy. Mm. For me, it was father. But when you know him on that level and you're a crybaby on his lap and he's like, it's going to be okay. Right. And I'm like, I just don't think so. <laughs> and, you know, I think he enjoys that. I yeah. think he, you know, he wants that, that moment. Absolutely. You know, for you, it's the toddler in the car, like, right. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. <laughs> Yep. You know, so yep. and I think he just as long as we're depending upon him. Right. You know, right. it yeah. doesn't matter how you come. Right. As long as you come. Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so exactly. so let me just this is gonna sound like a dumb question. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> Because I think we kind of just answered it. But why do you continue to follow Jesus? Man, where would I be? Like, Mm -hmm. seriously, I know we all say, where would I be without Jesus? But he's the only one, the only thing that sustained me. I always say, 
us moms and wives and craziness schedule and everything and when you know when you go into the presence of God and the most peaceful beautiful place and everything I always be like can I be in this place 24 7 mm. like that would be like amazing and you know what I'm saying like yeah. the, absolutely but life happens whether you're running late on an mm. appointment or something happened and you just get pulled out you know right. what I'm saying I and I'm just being realistic but that's just life but without Jesus Christ you know how the word says he's my rock mm. he literally is my rock like I can't move on or I cannot do something without him it's kind of like I'm gonna say it sounds really dumb it's like my superpower yeah you know what I'm saying it's like it gets me through get to get through this thing I'm going through right because without that I would just fail and you know I would not I'd be empty literally so absolutely can I yeah. ask a question going off of that so you said that you were safe you've been safe for 13 13 years or so and you're not only 13 so who were you who was Osiris before you knew Jesus like so you know now because you've known him for 13 years even right. probably the beginning stages of your being saved you may not have known what you know now right so you know now that he's your rock right but who was Osiris before you knew Jesus because okay. you didn't know him you didn't know you needed a rock right 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 to be honest with you I knew there was a God you know um, that from like from when you yes. were growing up somebody yes. had told you that yes or? to be honest with you I just recently I have like <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest a blank memory of my childhood completely mm -hmm. And there's moments it's I will not like. Common, but. <laughs> it, it's eventually like things will happen. I'm like, wait a minute. Like you know when you smell something and it brings you mm -hmm. back. So I will get stuff like that. You know, I was actually in a Christian uh, private school in my country, wow. which I didn't know that, but I did. You know, and it came from, through a song. You yeah, know, yeah. I heard, and it gave me uh, remember. So Christ was always in my life, but I didn't know That's him good. like right, that relationship right. you know i lived like two houses from a church that you could hear all their worship songs and mid in the middle of the night wow. you know what i'm saying but i did i wasn't there so it was like he was there and i knew there was a god but it's completely different than knowing god right. having a relationship with god you know literally opening your heart and say hey you're welcome here you can come in and be everything you want me to you know just take over i didn't do that and i didn't know none of that until that time he literally like pulled me in and just like showed me right so yeah and mm -hmm. in, in prior to that to be honest with you i was just i wasn't like a crazy person or a crazy child i don't know what you want to call it but you were just living life yeah just living life did you I, feel as though when you were living life prior, so like in your teens, before you got married, your early adulthood, did you feel as though something was missing or like 
you were happy and you were going about life. You didn't really maybe have a bad childhood or a bad life, so to speak, or, you know, whatever. But did you feel anything inside that may have made you think like something's missing? Yes. And I believe this is God knows each one, each person in this entire world. Mm -hmm. Like like you say, he knows you by name. Right. He knows a specific what your needs are Mm -hmm. and you know how I tell you that he's my rock yes but I consider him my father my dad my Abba you know and that's that I respect him like my father and I go and tell him and cry like my father I think that father that father figure has always been missing in my life and it does impact a child, Absolutely. you know. So I remember feeling like alone most of my youth, you know. And we tend to like feel that with other things, you know, mm. whatever, you know. And I remember one time being so like, I'm going to say depressed. Mm-hmm. Something, to, I don't recall what happened, but something happened that was completely alone like I, I had a family like I had a sister I had a mom I had um, my family but I still felt alone Wow. and my parents were like always working always working so it's like you didn't have that relationship when you build as a family you know and I did a stupid decision like I'm like I wonder if they will like miss me if I'm gone you know mm. and I remember taking like I don't even know what pills there were and I took like a bunch of pills not thinking the consequences like right, you know right. that moment to be honest with you and and by the grace of God I just slept through that whole time like a whole completely day like I slept through it mm. and the crazy thing is like you might be like what like when I woke up I realized that nobody even noticed it. You know what I'm saying? Wow, yeah. Like, nobody even noticed it. Like, and yes, it messed me up, but yet somehow it was just like, I don't know, like, I don't understand what happened, but it didn't broke me or put me worse or did worse, you know? And I believe that was God, to be honest with you, like, covering me up mm. because if as I'm saying it I'm like man that's messed up they didn't even notice that I did that to this point they don't even know and I never it, even said it that's so wild because I think that God for everybody is something different yeah mm. like how they see him some people see him as the authoritative yes. parent yep. some people see him as a loving father and I just feel like I can feel when you're talking about that because lonely is something that I've I can relate to that. Lonely, growing up and feeling like you're not wanted. Even though you have parents that love you, you just don't feel wanted. I I understand that loneliness feeling. But you doing that, Jesus allowed you to walk through that season so that he can show you. Because you said you look at him as your father. You run to him. That's what you look at and you hold him as. So I just find that to be so beautiful. Like, obviously... I'm assuming you weren't suicidal. Yeah. You just were. Yeah. I want to know if somebody's yeah. under yeah. Like, misses me. Yeah. 
Wow. Absolutely, yes. Wow. And to be honest with you, through that, I did had a real father. Like, I did have a father. He was just not in my life, you know? I talked to him here and there, but not like a parental relationship, mm -hmm. you know? So, I really, I don't want to say I didn't care for him, but I was okay if he was not in my life. But that comes with because the bruises in life and, you right, know, you right, tend to right. put all those walls in there. But with that, this is how the wonderful thing of Jesus because it came to like three years ago. I found out that my father was in bed in the hospital dying, which I was holding a lot of grudges and bitterness and all of this yeah. towards him. But I remember Christ telling me to call him and forgive him. And I literally had one week exactly with my father. And in one week, I I built the, like, that was my first time ever I had that father and daughter relationship. Wow. Closest than ever, ever before. And I had the opportunity to talk about Christ. In that the last day my father was able to give his heart to Jesus wow. you know what I'm saying and that was my real father but my father in heaven that I consider everything he gave me the opportunity because not only for my father but for me yeah, right and you know that scripture that says if you're hungry would I give you a serpent or you know yes. that's how much like what he cares right and not just for me to each one like right. you know he knew that you needed that, that closure absolutely he knew that you needed to feel that father-daughter love wow. right. on this earth right before right. because it's great that we have our father in heaven yes and that's what we should have but god also gave us a mom and a dad on earth yes to feel those things here he wants us to be he wants us to experience it all on earth. Yeah. Everything. So he gave you that opportunity and how beautiful is that? Yes. I have another question. Do you feel as though that loneliness, because you would probably be another person that understands that loneliness that I have felt since a child, that loneliness is like a root inside of you. Do you feel that loneliness still there or do you feel as though that's something that Jesus came in and took it right at the root and, and took it out. To be honest with you, no. It's still there. There's moments in life, I'm going to be honest with you, that, that will come, mm -hmm. you know. And I can have friends. I get, I have my daughters, I have my marriage, I have my mom, like, you know, I have what I need, but there is still sometimes this thing will come, and not all the times, I'm saying, like, there's moments I will feel like completely alone, completely unloved, like, you know, like, is there anybody or something in there, you know? But that's, that's what I'm saying. And when I go through that, the only thing I can do is call on God. And to be honest with you, go on that fetus position because that's how I see it as. And all of that, I know those are arrows of the enemy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? 
And when that happens, I can like imagine, like have this image in my brain, me being in the fetus position and the enemy just like kicking on me with all those thoughts that God the Father doesn't want me to have, you know? Right. And here he comes when I'm calling out to him and I just see him like running and throwing himself on top of me and getting those beatings of the enemy. Because I know it's all like in here. Right. But the word says the enemy comes here. Right. But my heart belongs to Christ, you know? So I think it's, it's something either the Lord has to like completely you know, release or healing me or at the same time, like always, you know, it's, it's a battle. Like everything mm -hmm. is a battle. Like, you know what I'm saying? And just knowing and trusting that my father will come through mm. every time the enemy comes attacking me. So and that's you're true. not angry that God hasn't taken that away, but you use mm. that yes. as your... I'm gonna, I need my dad. Absolutely. I need my dad. Absolutely. Because there's things that, you know, that we have in ourselves that we can say, why haven't you taken this from me yet? Yeah. You know? So I think that's powerful in testimony all in, all in one is that you're, you still have this feeling. God yeah. hasn't taken it away from you. And I don't know if you've watched The Chosen. Yes. But, you know, like little James. Yes. He, went over, yes. <laughs> he went over to Jesus and was like. Yes. Yo, why haven't you taken this from me? I'm yeah. like your follower. Right? Yep. Completely. And yep. He said he's not. Yeah. Because sometimes Jesus isn't going to take stuff yeah. from us. But how powerful is it for anybody that's listening that may have feel that way? Yeah. And he may not ever take that loneliness away. Yeah. Right. But how powerful you feel in those moments when you do feel lonely, how powerful you feel because you feel him there covering yeah. you and loving you hey. and holding you. Yes. Right? Yeah. Especially, so like, how that's it's, so beautiful. It's like... I feel like it's like a need, you know, right. like I need it, I want it, and this is all I have. Right. So I feel like if he, I'm not sure about, like if he takes that from me, I obviously don't know everything, but what if I will not have that same so, desire or the same so calling, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Hey, he only knows exactly right. what he's doing. And so. I've said this to Lori before. And I, for me, in my loneliness, Jesus took that. Yeah. Took that from the stem. But my anxiety. Yeah. My anxious, my worry. Yeah. He hasn't taken that from me. And I can't stop not worrying. Worrying about what's going to happen. So I yes. constantly have to go to him like, okay, Jesus, I don't have to worry about tomorrow. Yeah. And he, that's something that he doesn't take from me and i'm like why yeah but it's the same thing and like i said to Lori, is if i don't have that and i don't go to him what do i have yeah if i'm not going to him so maybe that's something that i need i need to have that so that i keep going to him right. i keep asking i keep yes. seeking because if i'm not worrying about it what am i going to be doing exactly so the same right. thing with you right. if you're not feeling that every once in a while where the enemy's yeah. throwing an arrow at you you're not going to just automatically go into a fetal position exactly. and call on him. Yeah. He wants to be the rescuer. He wants Absolutely. to come in. He wants yes. to hug us. He wants to give us the direction of where we're going and what we're doing. Right. Because he sees the end. Mm. Yes. So yes. good. But isn't that like like James? Right. In the, in the show. But it's like Peter. Yeah. Peter cried out three times, Lord, mm. please take the stone from my flesh. And finally, after the third time, Jesus is like, nope, mm. because 
it it your strength and who right. I am is made perfect. Right. So good. In so your good. suffering. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. And so I think in our suffering, however way we cry out to God. Our daddy loves that. Right. Yes. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. He loves it. And so he gets the glory in that. Amen. You know, and that's does. what it's all about. Right. So, you know, you think that the enemy would get it by now? Yeah. Like if you just stopped with the arrows? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Let's be honest though. We might have non-believers listening to this, right? Mm. And some non-believers will be like, well, if you're heaven daddy, right? Some people will say that if you're heaven daddy so wonderful, why didn't he take that? Yeah. It doesn't matter why he didn't take yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I still feel lonely. Exactly. It doesn't matter if I still get anxious. Yep. What matters is that when I die and I open my eyes, yeah. I'm standing with the one who saved me from the fire saved me it's not oh i'm saved yes but what are you saved from exactly what are we saved from so the the non-believers are thinking like yeah he may not take everything away our parents our earthly parents don't give us everything Everything. that we need uh, want they give us what we need but they don't give us what we want. want I might want to have my anxiety away. I'm sure you want to not feel lonely. Yeah. But sometimes we need exactly. those things. And sometimes whatever Jesus is going to give us is what we need. Yes. Mm. Yes. I think, uh, what is it? Is it the oysters, the pearls that yep. they said? Yep. You know, I think we constantly need that pressure. Right. You know? Right. Because we don't even know what we're going to become in Christ. Or right. Right. what he's calling us to be you know what i'm saying but through those moments you know we feel that pressure it's where he's building our character is building us what right. he's calling us right. to do so i think it's an it's a need but you know i don't know yeah i love that i think that you know there's a lot of women you know I'm, through the course of time that will see the podcast. Mm. And you know, the Bible, and I keep coming across this, the harvest is plentiful, mm. but the workers are few. There's so many people that are broken inside. There's a longing in their heart. They don't know what that longing is. We tell them it's Jesus and they're like, no. Right. But it is. He's like this fulfillment because as you talked, you know, if you look back on your life now that you're saved, you can see all the landmines that God was putting out for you. Right. So good. For you to get to this place now. Right. Yeah. He didn't let you die off of those pills because right. he yeah. had a destiny for you. Right. That was that involved so many more people than just you. Right. And I don't mean that bad, but but it's true. It's mm-hmm. that it's true. It's who yeah. he is. He's a good father. Yeah. And he wants his children with him. Yes. And it's a decision. Mm. It's a decision. And so, you know, I, I really feel like, you know, there's going to come a time where people are going to watch this. Women are going to watch this and they're going to be able to lean into what you said, what you said, right. what I said. And they're going to want that and they just don't know how. Right, right. Yes. 
can you just lead them to a place where they can surrender their hearts to Jesus? You're asking me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, uh, side note from, I'll I, I do that, but uh, something that, I, you know, I just want to put there as a female and we being women in here and whether you are a mother or a wife or maybe even single, just being a woman itself. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, girl power, which I do, but I'm saying like, being a woman itself it's very difficult and i feel like in this season that we're in it's been very difficult but all i want to like put out there like i know god whether you are a believer or not you know god sees you mm. in 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 your struggle whether it's your marriage god sees you whether it's uh you're struggling with your child God sees you with your sick child, like, you know, right. because there's so many of them that we as women, we take everything. And this is something we were conversating before. We have this, this love that, and this, this feeling inside that we have to kind of like not take over, but like protect and do because mm -hmm. we love right. and especially if it's our family whether it's marriage husband mother father whatever you know and my my only thing is like whether you believe or not christ sees your tears god sees your card and you just have to like believe in him and understand that he will open this door that you don't even know that is going to bring you to this place that you don't even see yourself in. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But just continue pushing, continue believing in him and trust right. him. I think that's one of the biggest things. Trust and have that, that faith that he will do the impossible. Right. Not, not, you know, not how you feel. But, yes. Amen. Amen. So... That was very powerful. I thank, thank you, you so much for coming on and talking and telling your story, thank answering you. questions. If you could tell the audience anything, and then if you want to pray for them, what would you tell them? Hold on. Amen. That's good. That's really good. Hold on and believe. And I'm speaking that to myself. Mm. I love that. Hold on and believe. We are in a we are in a, uh, a world that people need to hold on because Absolutely. we are making irrational decisions on thoughts in our brain that yes. are telling us something different. You know, so mm. that is so powerful. There is a, a life, a woman's life, and this is the, the third time maybe I've seen this, but. Uh, Your life is in a uh, shambles. Pieces of your life is like a piece of glass and it just shattered. Mm -hmm. And you just don't know how to put it back together. And the more you try, the more worse it becomes. Mm. 
and Jesus is just saying, if you just cry out to me, if you just allow me access right. to the places and the spaces of your heart yes. and your life, stop thinking that you've got it together and that you have to do it because you've always done it. God is calling you to trust and believe that he is God and he is sovereign over your life. Amen. Even if you yell at Like you. a toddler <laughs> in the car. <laughs> he does not care. He doesn't care. Yes. He just wants you to challenge him. Mm. Challenge him. If you don't know Jesus, challenge him. Ask him. Say, show me who you are. Mm. And he's going to show you. Absolutely. He's going to show you. Absolutely. And it's going to give you the choice to either jump on this road in this journey or not. And that's your choice. Amen. It's it, it's kind of like when you, you know the word he says, surrender it. Just lay it lay it lay it down and don't pick it up. Yeah. And and don't, be, don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Because don't like, pick it up. Here you go, Jesus. Okay, <laughs> yeah. bye. Yeah. You know, but in reality, certain things is hard to lay it there. Right. It's Come on. kind of like self-control. Come on now. Right. Like, and that's something I have to deal with, self-control, you know, because certain things I like cleaning like my way, control. you know. I like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is when the Lord, what you were saying, is telling us, like, that thing that you've been doing it yourself and kind of getting in the way yeah just leave it there and just walk release away. it that's and walk good. away from that's it good. which is a difficult thing to do but Girl, he's you ain't telling me nothing do, so. but i don't know <laughs> your self-control i am disciplined yeah like you know <laughs> god can't just say lori there it is but don't touch it it's like, but what and if like, I just touch it a little bit? <laughs> if I, I touch like, it a little bit, will and it then I'm, And then I get myself in trouble, and I'm like, oh you know, um, Lori, come away with me. I, I want I want to talk to you. Hold on. Like, I was going to do one more thing. I, I got to go take care of my husband. I promise I'm coming. And it yeah. just, then the next day comes, and it just, you know. Yeah. But... So, can you pray for the women on the other side of the, uh, the screen? screen or the microphone, on the speaker. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever they listen and however they listen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity, Lord. Mm. Father, I pray, Lord Jesus, that this message, Father God, goes to, is specific to that person that needs to hear it, oh Lord. Yes. Father, what, my God, even though if it's just that one person, oh Lord, I pray, Father God, that he blesses them, O oh Lord. Father, I come before you with my sisters right here, Father God. Your word says two or three, Father God, that your presence is in there, Lord. Mm -hmm. Father, we come before you, Lord Jesus, for every woman, Father God, that is hearing this message. My Father, I pray you, Holy Spirit, that will touch them. Mm -hmm. I pray, Father God, that it will speak to them, my Lord. I pray, Father God, that you will maneuver, Father God, in their hearts, O oh Lord. Father, may you sustain them, Father God. 
May you be the rock, Father God, that they need you in, Lord. Father, you know what they're going through. You know the situation. You know what they're feeling. You know what they're fighting, oh Lord. Father, but we know who you are, Lord Jesus. And we stand, Father God, in faith, Father God, that you go before us, oh Lord. Father God, we lay down every woman, Father God, that are carrying so many burdens, oh yes. Lord. Father God, burdens from their, their children, burdens from their uh, marriage, burdens, Father God, financially, burdens, Father God, from their childhood, Father God, burdens, Father God, that things that had happened into their lives, oh Lord. My Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you be the one, O oh Lord, that will come to their rescue, Father God. That you be the one, Father God, that will heal, Father God, every wound, O oh Lord Jesus. Because that's who you are, Father. You take care of our wounds, O oh Father God, that this world, Father God, has given us, Father God. Yes. So I pray in Jesus' name, we lay them to you right now, Father God. Heal the sick, Father God. Mm. Heal, Father God, all sickness and diseases, Father God, into their bodies, O oh Lord. I pray, Father God, that you will also heal, Father God, their mindsets, Father God, and their hearts, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will build, Father God, women's, Father God, like Deborah's, Father God. You yes. build women's, Father God, like Rachel, Father God. Yes. Build women's, Father God, that will go, Father God, after you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Father God, that we will stand, Father God, in the authority, Father God, in the dominion that you had given us, Father. Father, when we will fall, we will you will pick us up, my Lord. Not because who we are, Lord Jesus, but who you are in us, my Lord. Yes. Father, I thank you, Father God. May you bless these two women that are beside me, Lord Jesus. May you do big things, Father God, in this broadcast, Father. I pray, Father God, that you bless her, Lord Jesus. And Father God, everything that we do, Father God, to glorify your name is already blessed, Lord. And we stand in faith, Father God, into that. I thank you for all the things you're doing and it will continue to do in each one of us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Feel it, Lord. Wow. So good. Absolutely. So good. That was very powerful. Thank Amen. you so much thank for you. joining thank our you. podcast. Yes. Uh, I want to remind everybody to like, subscribe, share with your friends. Yeah. Uh, and make sure you tune in next Tuesday for our episode three. Mm -hmm. Until then, we're just kicking it with Jesus. Jesus.